one of the things you should do is pay off your credit cards every month. Now, if they ding you halfway through and you've got a $3,000 balance, yeah, it'll probably say, hey, your credit use is a little bit high, maybe goes down 10 points, but as soon as you pay it off, it goes back up. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so that you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We're your hosts, David Thompson and Leo Sabo, and in today's episode, we are talking a little bit about credit scores and how long it takes to go from having zero credit, um, basically not even being on the list, (laughs) to having good credit where you could make a purchase at a low interest rate, to all the way to have great credit, excellent credit, Mm -hmm. that would allow you to get a really, really good interest rate on a home, uh, on a vehicle, on anything that you're looking to borrow money for. So we want to go from zero to hero in this episode and figure out how long that takes. So Leo, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, much easier these days to both improve but also grow credit. Now, you can't rush it though because there are some aspects of credit history that come into play and other factors. So it's, it is important that you understand it's not going to be very quick. But if you already have established credit, if it is not in the best shape, I think it's much easier to fix it. Of course, there are some things that you'll have to do in order to make sure that you're actually contributing to that. But I think it's easier than it used to be. And I think part of that, David, is because we have access to information right away. It used to be where the credit bureaus, the three bureaus that exist, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, that information was kind of private and, and they used it in the way they wanted to. And mm-hmm. we had to, I remember the day when you had to actually mail in or ask for the information. Yeah. And nowadays it's available on apps, it's available on the internet. We can pull it literally within seconds. So it's much easier. And the credit history is actually looked at much more uh, often than it used to be. Mm-hmm. We have talked about Credit Karma here on the podcast in the past. Credit Karma is an app. It's Karma with a K. And that app actually pulls the information from the credit bureaus, the two that are included in their app, which is TransUnion and Equifax. They pull that information about every five to seven days. So if you pay off something and then that next cycle comes, your credit score will be affected, right? If you reduce your credit uh, use, then your credit score will go down. I'll give you some examples about that personally that's happened to me recently. Mm-hmm. But the point is that you do have that information looked at and adjusted more often than it used to be, whereas in the past it was once every month, and if your creditor didn't report it right away, it might miss that cycle. Mm-hmm. So it may be two months before you saw a change in your credit score. Yeah, I think this is interesting because a lot of people think I start out with zero credit score, uh, which is obviously how we introduce the episode. It's because this came from a question. But the the funny thing is, is that you actually don't start at zero. The lowest a credit score can go is 300. Right. And really, 300 typically happens if you have been managing credit and then not made payments for a long time, made a lot of mistakes, had a lot of issues. That's where it would drop down to 300. So even even starting the journey, you probably are starting above 300 at 350, 400, 450. Yeah, it might uh, even be in the 500. It might even be in the 500 range. So I think it's interesting because even just the idea of starting at zero is a little bit of a misnomer. But, but just like you said, Leo, the reason that you would not have a credit score 
is because it ha- you haven't ever borrowed money in a way that has been tracked by one of these consumer credit bureaus. Mm-hmm. And, and I love using Credit Karma to be able to see how I'm doing for free through TransUnion and Equifax. Yeah, what I like about this app is that it's not just a record of what's going on. They actually have really useful information to help you understand the credit score. So it's both an educational app, but it's also something that allows you when you use credit, they make suggestions and they tell you, like for instance, if your credit score goes down, it'll say it went down, let's say 10 points. Mm-hmm. But then when you click on that, you go to that specific, let's say TransUnion side of the app, it'll say it went down on this date by 10 points. And then it gives you an option, a little click that says what changed. Mm-hmm. So it'll tell you, let's say you added a thousand to your credit card bill. It'll tell you the reason it went down is because you increased your credit use. As you know, the more credit that's available to you, you are using the less likelihood that in the future you'll get credit. So what happens is the credit score is reduced in order to prevent you from going overboard. Let's say you have $5,000 you can borrow on your credit card. Once you get to about 1000 2000 it begins to negatively impact your credit score because mm-hmm. what they're trying to do is to say, hey, slow down. You're getting to a place where it might be not safe for you. So they extend less credit to you yeah. by lowering that credit score, causing you to pay more for the credit, which makes you not borrow. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole way it works. But what's nice about the Credit Karma app and similar apps like that is that it allows you to be able to see how your use of credit is actually impacting your credit score. Therefore, you can become educated on how to use it. One of the things you should do is pay off your credit cards every month. Now, if they ding you halfway through and you've got a $3,000 balance, yeah, it'll probably say, hey, your credit use is a little bit high, maybe goes down 10 points. But as soon as you pay it off, it goes back up. So it'll fluctuate a little bit, but nothing that you should be worried about. It won't go from excellent to poor because you overuse your credit card one month. Right. Let's let's make this just super practical. And I'll use a wild example, uh, but I think it's helpful. Uh, imagine that um, I loan you $100,000. It's like, hey, David, I, I want to borrow $100,000 from you. You're like, okay, great. Here, here's $100,000. But but let's say I make, make it available to you to use $100,000, but you only use $10,000. Well, if that's the case... I'm not super worried because I know you're only using 10 out of the $100,000 that I've made available to you. I have an assumption that you're going to pay that off over the next couple weeks, months, years. But let's say that you get to 30,000 out of that 100. Let's say you've borrowed 50,000 out of the 100. Let's say you're using all 90,000. Mm. Well, once you get up to 90,000, I'm starting to think, okay, I hope this person can pay back all of this debt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm feeling a little bit more nervous as the lender. And so if you come back to me and you say, hey, can I borrow another $50,000? i am i am starting to think, no, because if you're using all 90 out of the 100, there's a problem here. You're using this potentially for the wrong reasons. So if you came to me and said, hey, can you borrow $50,000? i would be like, no, not really. And if I was a credit bureau, if I was one of these major companies, I would go tell everybody else in the industry, hey, uh, this person's borrowing 90 out of $100,000. You probably shouldn't lend to them either. Mm -hmm. And so it lowers the score. This is basically a bunch of lenders and a bunch of algorithms all talking at the same time. 
keeping track of everybody's use of credit. So again, go back to that example. Let's say that you use 30,000 out of that 100, but you pay on time every month. Uh, it's consistently going down over time. Then I'm going to start telling the other lenders in the industry, yeah, no, this person paid on time. Uh, they, they never had more than 30% out of the 100,000 they had offered to them. They only used 30,000 and they've been doing this. Let's say they've done it for six months. Like, okay, that's good to know. Let's say they've been paying on time for 10 years. Well, now I'm going to make it easier. I'm going to tell everybody in the industry, this person pays on time. They've paid on time for 10 years. They've always paid off their bills. It's going down over time. That, that is how the credit score works. It's, it's lenders talking to each other saying, we think that this person could borrow more. So when we talk about going from a, a quote unquote zero credit score or no history to excellent this is how you build that track record. It's really a reputation. And, and if I'm going to build my reputation with somebody, it means I have to be honest and, and faithful and consistent. And what I say I'm going to do, I do. And I do that over an extended period of time. So you can't go from no credit score to excellent in one month because one month is just not enough time to build your reputation. Six months, you need more. One year, two years, three years. So Leo, what have you seen as you've worked with people? Uh, I've got an example or two, but what have you seen as you've worked with people who have started either at zero or have started, and, and we're saying the proverbial zero because it's not actually zero, but mm -hmm. who started without a credit score. Um, what have you seen in those situations or situations where somebody had maybe had a credit score, but because of a default or a bankruptcy or missed payments, they've actually gone into that 300, 400 range. What, how long did it take them to get back up into the 600, 700, 800 range? Yeah. So first on building credit, I think it takes a few years, obviously, because you have to prove that you can handle credit responsibly. So if you're a young person and just starting to use credit, I remember when our girls first got a full-time job and and I said, okay, maybe it's time to start building that credit, not because I want you to take on a ton of debt, but someday you'll wanna buy a house and chances are you won't be able to buy cash. So start thinking about that. It's part of the system, so you have to be used to making sure that you're using it responsibly. So I remember they both went to our credit union where they had accounts and they opened up a, what we call a secure credit card. Mm -hmm. And they only extend up to $500, I think it was initially $200 that you can borrow up to that amount. So then they started using that. They would borrow 100, 150, they pay it down. Then it continued to increase. And eventually they were able to get uh, another credit card that's more, you know, maybe a Visa or something that's not typically just connected to your debit card. Right. And by doing that, it allowed the credit bureaus to see that here they are using credit, they're paying it down. The, the bank is making consistent reporting of the fact that you're making the payment and making it on time. Mm -hmm. And that shows up on your credit score. So that's how you build your credit. And of course, the longer you use it, because you know the factors that make your credit score good is your history, your on-time payments, your use of credit, meaning what kind of credit and how long have you been using it. So there's a couple other things, but ultimately it's, are you paying it on time? Are you using it responsibly? Are you keeping it under that 30%? And I found that when people start out, it's going to take a few years. I know it took our girls probably five to seven years to get to a place where they now can pretty much borrow for anything they wanted to, including a house if they wanted to buy one. Mm -hmm. Of course, down payment has to be significant, and that's what they're holding on. But 
they've built their credit where I think it's in the excellent range. If not, it's probably in the 730 to 750 range. I haven't talked to them about it in a while. But that, that was their journey. So I think anybody that's starting out should be kind of thinking three, five, seven, eight years to get to the place where you have excellent credit, you've proven yourself that you can handle credit responsibly. To do that, I would say take on a small loan. It might be a $3,000, $4,000 car. Now, my recommendation is have the money in the bank so that you can pay it off if you need to. That way you're not stuck to a payment. Mm -hmm. But take it out and pay that 3 4 2%, whatever they're charging you because it's going to prove that you can handle a longer-term loan rather than just a credit card. So it's, I think it's important to do that. You could also do it with furniture. Maybe you buy a couch or a furniture set or something like that. And I would say even pay it off early. You know, Maybe take out a car loan for two years, pay it off in 12, 13 months, or make double payments. What you're doing is you're saying, hey, I borrowed, but look at me. I'm actually not only paying it on time, but I'm paying it early. Mm -hmm. And that shows to the creditor that you can handle it. You haven't overreached your ability to borrow. And then use credit wisely. No big purchases, nothing that's going to take you from zero to $5,000 in debt, unless it's something like a car or furniture or something like that. But remember, anything that you borrow in huge chunks is going to affect your credit. So keep it slow and steady. Now, for the person who's trying to go from, let's say, fair or poor to an excellent credit, I think you can do it fairly quickly. I had a client, I'll use an as an example, started working with her in mid-2019. Uh, and the first credit score, I had her actually take a screenshot of her credit score on her Credit Karma app. And in July of 2019, it was in the low 600s. Mm -hmm. Now, she had several credit cards, uh, was not able to make the minimum payment. She had to connect with every single creditor, call them on a monthly basis. Some of those credit cards were negotiated. Uh, down. Some of them were paid off uh, literally this past Monday. Um, we're recording this on a Friday. This past Monday, she paid off yeah, her, last, deal. her last credit card, and she's completely debt-free. But it took her a couple years to completely get rid of all the debt, but she had really um, favor with some of the creditors within the first six to eight months, so she was able to negotiate some of those, pay them down, and she actually went from July of 2019 in the 620s all the way up to 750s, which is excellent. Anything over 740 is excellent. So she was in the 750s, 760s by May of 2020. And actually with one of them as early as November. So July to November, July to May, she went from poor fare to all the way to excellent. So it's possible, but again, she paid down debt. Right. You have to show that you're reducing that debt in some way. Now, she did negotiate some of it, and that did, of course, hurt for a little bit. But I was really surprised how quickly it actually came back, even though she negotiated some of that debt. She didn't pay all of it. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It's incredible. So I think what's interesting there is that you have a situation where somebody had credit, they had multiple accounts, and they were in a bad situation for a while, but they went and negotiated, they cleaned it up, and you said in a year, two years? How Less long than a it? year. Well, it took her two years to completely pay everything off, but she actually improved the credit score within about 10 months. Yeah. So within a year, there's been a complete change in the credit score to a, to an excellent range. That's amazing. I think what can be frustrating is for people just starting out. Let's say they're in their 20s and they're looking to buy a house at some point. And to realize going from zero credit and zero reputation in the industry 
it actually takes probably longer than a year to get into that good and excellent range. Mm -hmm. And that can be really frustrating. I remember what it was like for me in my early 20s. And I had um, a, a good emergency fund. I had a big savings account. I had been doing really well for an early 20-year-old financially. But my credit score was still low because, and it, and it had that ding on it. It wasn't a ding, but it had that yellow mark on the on the app where it was like, you don't have a long enough history. Mm -hmm. And this is just going to affect you for a long time until yep. you have a long enough history. And I remember being so frustrated by that because there was nothing I could do besides wait. I, it's not like I could put more money into an account and then they would recognize, oh, the risk is lower. Therefore, we're going to increase this credit score. There was nothing I could do. I, I was paying on time. I wasn't carrying any debt. The only factor that was holding me back was time. Mm -hmm. And and now that I've had a long history with several different credit accounts, it's not a it's not a problem at all. But I remember being so frustrated. So if you're going from no credit score to uh, trying to get to excellent, where you'll get the best terms. I would say if you do everything right, you have multiple accounts, let's say two or three credit cards, uh, and you're just letting those you know, be paid off every month, you might not even be using them because you don't have to use them. You just leave it at zero and it counts as a positive uh, towards your track record. Let's say you do that for, I'd say within a year, you're going to be into a um, fair to good range. At a year and a half, you'll probably be in the good range, but it could take you up to three years to get close to that 720 plus range where you're looking at excellent credit that will get you the best interest rate on mm -hmm. a home. Yep. And when we talk about an interest rate on a home, the difference is, and these aren't exact numbers, but let's say you have an excellent credit score versus a good credit score or a fair to good credit score. It could be one whole percent difference in what a lender will will give you an interest rate of so what does one percent mean well it means that if you're borrowing two hundred thousand dollars on a home and you end up paying one percent more in your interest rate let's say so let's say instead of a three percent interest rate you get a four percent interest rate or instead of a four percent interest rate you get a five percent interest rate if it's one percent difference on two hundred thousand dollar loan that's two thousand dollars a year that's $160 a month that it costs you just by not having an excellent credit score versus mm -hmm. a good credit score. And I, I think it's really important. I know that was a, a long string of numbers that I just walked through. So I'm going to say it one more time, just really quickly. If you get a better credit score and it causes you to save 1% on your interest rate, that means you could be saving easily $2,000 a year, which is $160 a month. Just imagine having an extra $160 in your budget every month just because you had a good score. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for people to understand this and realize it. Uh, if you want to hear my whole philosophy on the credit score as a whole, go back and listen to episode, I think it's 9 or 10. Um, very, I think it's episode 10. Very early on, we talked all about the philosophy of the credit score. This episode was just quickly to let you know that if you're starting out with no history, it'll probably take you three plus years to get to excellent uh, it could be a little faster, it could be a little slower. And then if you have had bad history, but you at least have a track record, if you clean it up really fast and you do a great job of getting on top of it, you could be back to excellent within a year potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Now, it does depend on how much you pay down your debt. You can't have tons of debt out there and expect your score to go back up quickly. It does directly correlate 
uh, to how much debt you're actually taking on. So the best way to improve your rate uh, hasn't changed very much. You know, pay on time, pay more than the minimum payments, keep credit use under 30% to maintain an excellent score. Keep it at 15 to 20%. Personally, I've seen that I get dinged when my rate goes up over 10, 15%. It starts to, you know, five points here, 10 points there. It doesn't take me out of the excellent, so I wouldn't worry about it, but just know it, it doesn't start hurting you when you get to 30%. It starts hurting you a little bit before. So the Credit Karma app actually shows you that. And then increase your credit score by increasing your history of credit use. The more you use it responsibly, the better it is for you. I wouldn't be in a hurry to close credit cards that you've had for a long time because uh, they don't pay as much as maybe a new bonus card might. I have a credit card that goes back to when Natalie and I first got married. She actually got the credit card before we were married. So it's been 32 plus years that we've had this credit card. And I'm not getting rid of it. I still get a bonus, by the way. It's called a Driver's Edge MasterCard. Yeah. So we get cash whenever we buy a car. So I, right now I have $1,000 credit. So next time I purchase a car, which may be a while because I'm not mm-hmm. in the market, uh, I'll get $1,000 from, from the credit card. And every year I can add 500 to that. As long as I charge, I get a percentage, and I usually get 500 every. Uh, I have two credit cards. I use one the first part of the year. Yep. I get $500 credit, and then the next time I use uh, the other one, and the other one gives me uh, for travel and things like that. So, again, we keep that one. One, it still has a bonus, but even if it didn't have a bonus, I'd still keep it. I probably wouldn't use it very often mm-hmm. because it, there's no benefit, but I wouldn't get rid of it because there's 30-plus years of history there of paying on time and being responsible. If we take that away, our credit, I mean, our history will go down to like eight, nine years or something like that. And right now it's much longer than that, so. Awesome, well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. I hope it's helpful just to be able to hear a basic timeline. All of these um, are based on your situation and scenario. So mm-hmm. we gave you two clean scenarios, one where Leo worked with somebody who had bad credit history and within a year they were up to excellent. Um, and then another where you start with no score whatsoever because you've never used a credit card, you've never borrowed, and it could take you potentially three years, a little more or a little less to get into that good and excellent range. And I hope that's helpful. Uh, go do more research. Go back and listen to episode 10 if you want to hear a full breakdown step by step of how to build credit, what the utilization ratio is, what the credit mix is, uh, the philosophy that Leo and I have around this. But we wanted to provide some really clean timelines in this episode. Hope that you'll share this with a friend and that you'll rate, review, and subscribe. And I just can't tell you uh, enough how excited I am about the new course that we're building. Uh, as soon as we finish this episode, we're going to keep building. Uh, We're going to get right back on our computers, keep writing, keep filming, continue to build out the Getting Money Right website. It's not officially uh, released yet, but we're building the back end right now. And so that's going to be coming soon. So get ready for the website, get ready for the course, uh, get ready to share. And we just so appreciate your support and honestly, your friendship. We've got so many people who've reached out uh, either just personally one-on-one or over email and just tons of different social media platforms. So thank you guys. Uh, Leo, anywhere that you would point somebody to come spend more time with you? Well, I'll reserve that for another time. What I really would love for you guys to do, the way that you can help the show the most is by sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. David just mentioned that, but I just want to tell you, if you really want to help us uh, and you're benefiting from this content, you know, we're not charging for this. This is something we do because we love to do it. We just want you to be able to share with us. When you do that, you're increasing our ability to reach more people, and eventually that will help more people. Mm-hmm. And that's our desire. That's the reason we do this. So if you could do us a huge favor, share it with someone, 
And if you have not yet left a review, or even if you don't have time to write something down, just leave us a five-star review if we've earned it. Because every time that goes up, every time uh, a review is added, every time you share it, it just gives this show the ability to reach more people. And that algorithm helps to put it in front of more people that aren't even looking for it. And that's a huge, huge help to us. So if you could do that for us, we would truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, take a screenshot of your phone and then put a link directly to the podcast episode and just post it on Facebook, Instagram. You don't um, even have to say anything. No, just, <laughs> just post a visual. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And um, even if you were to just text it to a friend, I had a friend text me a podcast episode of a different show the other day, and I immediately listened to it because it was a friend. And I knew that they would send me good stuff. And so I hope that we're providing good stuff to you, good enough that you would text it to a friend. All right. Well, we look forward to having you join us next time so that together we We can can keep keep getting getting money money right. So the best way to improve your rate uh, hasn't changed very much. You know, pay on time, pay more than the minimum payments. Keep credit use under 30% to maintain an excellent score. Keep it at 15 to 20%.